Welcome back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we're taking a break from what we spend much of the time doing mm-hmm. when we do these shows. And that's talking about TV and movies from the 80s and 90s, which was very important. Yes, that was like a huge formative part of our existence. <laughs> yeah, and when we think about oftentimes the things that, you know, really formed our childhood, mm-hmm. the building blocks of, of being a kid in the 80s and 90s. As far as entertainment goes, TV and movies were a huge part of that. Yeah. But um, we were, uh, as we've spoken about before in previous shows, Brooke and I are both um, teachers mm-hmm. in the public school system. And we have two little kids, very small. Yes. Uh, we're very busy. We, we stay really busy. The kids keep us busy. Work keeps us busy. Sometimes um, it makes it tough to plan shows as far as... Like watching re- or re-watching something. Right. And for me, now I know that there's some movies I could just talk about without having to watch them mm-hmm. because I've seen them so many times. They're ingrained. And it's the same for Brooke. Yeah. Um, I do know, though, for me, and it's just because it's just like something about how I am. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. I always like to watch it right before we do a show. Yeah. It just gets me locked into that mindset about that story or that TV show or whatever it is, that movie. Yeah. I'm just kind of a a purist when it comes to that. And the purpose of that is so when we're doing the show, you're getting both of us in that mindset. So we were having trouble figuring out what we're going to do as far as the show. Time was ticking. We have a certain schedule we kind of have to follow, you know, with kids again and work. And we want to be faithful with the show. And put out regular content. We enjoy it too. Um, yes. No, we do. Yeah. We were either one of two things. We were either drawing a blank or by the time the night was over and the kids were in bed, um, we found we were, that we were too exhausted to, to watch anything. Yeah, we were just done. Yeah. So Brooke had this really great idea to say, hey, why don't we what? Talk about um, some of the toys that shaped our childhood. I know that we've... <clears throat> excuse me, talked about um, like Happy Meal toys before as just kind of a nod to, you know, fast food places in the 90s. But but this is like actually the stuff we played with or right. wanted uh, back in the day. And those and that was a huge, I mean, you, you spent so much of your childhood talking about what you wanted. And we talked a little bit about that when we did our holiday episode, <clears throat> when we talked a little bit about the things that we wanted that we didn't get, you know, because... Yep. The For tr- whatever reason. The terrible truth about Santa. <laughs> you know? um, and you would ask for things and not get them. We called them the weenie whistles. <laughs> yeah. You know? The mystery date. Right. Just the things that you wanted and didn't get because now that we're parents, it's like, well, yeah, the store doesn't have that stuff. Sorry. Yeah. We tried. So we're sitting here in the tape store. We have set up all these toys. So what we decided, <laughs> and, and some of these are ones that we will be talking about tonight. Some of them are just here for the decorum. And what Brooke and I decided to do was spend some time thinking about 10 or top 10. Yeah. In no particular order, because at some point, all of these were our favorite toy slash accessory. Yeah. To have. I know one of mine is an accessory. Not quite a toy, but for me, it was something that was near and dear to me. Yeah. So without further ado, um, we are going to just dive right in and start talking about uh, our favorite toys and the stories and nostalgia that that came with them. I shall start. 
And the first one I'm going to talk about, the first one I'm going to talk about is a glow worm. <laughs> I had a glow worm. So did I. Okay, so glow worms came out in 1982. And. They're so cute. I know. They were they were great. And and, you know that one glows, right? No, does it? Huh. Okay, so, well, the reason what we're talking about is, oh my goodness. <laughs> Real time, folks. How did, how did folks. you do that? You press him. Oh, wow. And Kess has had that and hadn't even cared. Yeah, well. We're taking it back. Yeah. Well, Sorry, kid. And, but, well, the thing about it is I had this exact one. Yeah. It, it was the green one. Yeah, the green one's the best one, I think. Yeah, and so I Brooke had. had the green one. Yeah, Brooke has this, had this miniature one that, because I obviously don't have my original glow worm. Because um, we're adults. Right. But if, if I could get my hands back on it, I would have it. We're adults, but we're children at heart. We talk yes, about that. We're kids course. at heart. And that's the whole point of this. But I had a glow worm. And you're going to find that in my list particularly because Brooke was an only child. Right. I had a sibling, my sister, uh, Sarah. And she, you're going to find that in my list, her and I fought over a few of these things. Mm-hmm. The glow worm was one of them. Uh, the glow worm was mine. It was bought for me. And... When my sister was born, and she was a couple years uh, behind me, we did fight over the goal, the glow worm. Now, because it was mine, obviously, advantage went to Toby. <laughs> but uh, the glow worm was just really, really—it's just a sweet, it's so cute, tender little toy. Um, and when you squeezed it, it glowed. It was made out of like a plush material. Yeah. The body was, but the head and the plastic. face was like this translucent almost. Yeah. I don't know if translucent is the right word, like an opaque. Yeah, you could not uh, see through it, but no, it if something was projected behind it, you could. Yeah, and, and it was a light, it would glow. And they were just super cool. Um, yeah, and I, I had the green one. one. And Brooke has an exact, exact replica. And you said I could have it, right? Uh, yes. You seem so reluctant. Because you threw a fit over it earlier. I did, kind of, in front of our son. Yeah, I didn't it throw great. it. It wasn't like I was like. You're like, good one. Like, you became little, like, six-year-old Toby for, like, a second. Yeah, I did. But also, they have, gl- they, I didn't know, I didn't realize this. I didn't know they had glow bugs. Like, right. I, kn- I knew somewhere I in my mind those. palace that they did. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know. Because at the thrift store, I found a glow bug. And I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, I know you. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how, so I just got it. Because it was, wow. like, 25 cents. I was like, I know this. And then this tonight. This is where? At CWC. Okay, wow. And tonight when I was looking at glow worms, uh, CWC. I was like, oh, my God, it's a glow bug. So I have it nice. at, yeah, I never uh, knew about at work. Those. So uh, the CWC, guys, is the <clears throat> local thrift store that we always talk about. We just always refer to it as the local uh, thrift store. It's called the Christian Women's Center. It's a it's like a charity-based thrift Yeah, a charity-based thrift store. thrift store. It is the... It is a thrift store. Yeah, it's a legit thrift yeah. place. So, glow worms. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't have much more to say about it other than it was just something that was my companion when I was really little. And I'm talking little as in like uh, three, four, three through five, uh, the, glow, the glow worm was my companion. <laughs> and <laughs> defi- definitely has made the list worthy of making that list. Um, so that's, that's my first one. I'm going to pass it off to Brooke, okay. uh, whoever you want to talk about first. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't, it, mine, I kind of just like started, you yeah. know, you know, w- let's not worry about going in any kind of order because we're going to talk about when this stuff came out. Yeah. So, so I'm going to first say, um, my, one of my f- very favorite things to play with when I was like little, little was the original, my little pony toys. Yes. Now at a thrift store, of course, duh, I found an original one. Right now I'm looking at the wedding one. It has like white hair with like tinsel in it. Yes, it has that little is doves definitely, yeah. holding like, you know, a string with rings on it. 
Now, at work, I also have a small one, like a baby one. Because remember when they came out with the baby My Little Ponies? And it's from the same time it's period? It's the same time period. Yeah, it's made the same. And I here's the thing. Again, like I grew up shopping at thrift stores. Like I remember on Saturdays, uh, my mom would go to the thrift store and we would just be there for hours. And I get a, I remember I'd go to the old, old Pepsi machine, get a Pepsi. That was like a big deal for me. And I would root through the toys. And I found, you know, like those those um, plastic bags that like uh, bedding goes in that you zip it up. Yes. In one of those was a collection of like twenty five My Little Ponies, like the original ones from like nineteen eighty three. Wow. And yeah, I'm that, that, I'm certain that, that's hard to find. I'm certain my mom still has them all somewhere. See, but um, okay, so we get any, we need to next time we make a trip, we yeah. Need to find them. So like, but and then and then I, I you know when you're a kid you don't know like oh this is gonna be a classic one day like you're just like I love these things so I loved them I played with them in the bath play with them outside um and that was like my very favorite thing and I watched the cartoons too like the you know the original My Little Pony cartoon uh yeah so yes that yeah it's that's called, what she looks the one that I found some kid chopped uh, off her yeah hair. it's Pony Bride Pony Bride. Of course. Yeah. Now, my sister had a favorite My Little Pony. It was Paradise. Which one was that one? I can't remember. She was white with red hair, I think. I don't remember any of their names. Let me look. Oh, I know I, that, I, the, I mean, I could never forget what they look like, but I still know their names. Let me see if I'm right. I mean, I just want to see if the internet would cooperate. Two tickets to Paradise. Yep. That's, there, there she is. Oh, I remember her from the cartoon. Yeah, Paradise. Oh, um, I had that. Oh, Pony Stats. I had that one. This is a little profile. She was. She has two palm trees on wait, her clicker side. Click, click the picture. God, it's like a old person. Click it. Yeah, that's her. I said that today. So in class. my little I said, pony oh, paradise. They got it. They got it on tape. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was Sarah. <laughs> Aww, uh, that was her. That was her pony. That was her main. That was the one she always. Her main squeeze. Yeah. I'll have to look. I'm going to see now. Now I'm going to be on a journey. I have to look through the ones that were my favorite. Not now, but like later. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's move on to another one. Um, let's go to Star Wars. Ah, uh, so, yes. I do not have this particular toy in my possession uh, any longer. Uh, and this is uh, X-Wing Pilot Luke. Mm. Uh, I do have the Star Wars Black Series. Now, the Star Wars Black Series is, a, is currently out now. Yeah. And they're a very premium... They're amazing. Uh, they're, they're incredible as far as their sculpt and their articulation. And I have the X-Wing Pilot Luke, which was on clearance at Walmart some for some reason. I Couldn't know. believe it. It's an, inc- it's an amazing figure. Um, definitely, obviously, a far cry from the 77-80 release yeah. of um, X-Wing Pilot Luke. I called him Fighter Pilot Luke because that's what my dad called him. He said, that's <laughs> Fighter Pilot Luke. You know, that's when he's in the X-Wing, you know. Aww. And I just, he was my favorite. I just, he went everywhere with me. I grew up, um, the first movie I remember seeing was Return of the Jedi. And I loved Luke in the X-Wing gear. He wore that in all three (laughs) movies. Yeah, the end of New Hope, the beginning of Empire, and kind of the beginning of Return of the Jedi after the whole thing with Jabba's palace. He's in the, so he wears that outfit in all three. But I do have him just basically just as an homage uh, to the original Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we should post the originals. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because I, I really want that on there as well. So yeah, of all of the Star Wars figures I had, and I had quite a few, my favorites were Han Solo, but my number one was mm-hmm. Fighter Pilot Luke, X-Wing Luke. So that is my second one. 
Perfect. And we are now ready to move on. I guess, sorry, I just knocked a toy over. They're standing everywhere. I mean, yeah, like there's a million. Okay, so my next one is um, there was these toys that came out in the 80s, and they're called Playground Kids. The original ones I had, I had a blonde-haired one with a pink shirt and blue shorts. And then like a little girl, she looked like she had, I remember she she looked like she was mixed like me when I was little. And she had like thick, like curly hair and a little ponytail. And she had on a red shirt and a blue skirt. And those are my favorite, favorite dolls. And um, I, I recently bought one on eBay just out of pure nostalgia. Right. Because that's what we do. She she has on like a little green jumper and a pink shirt. Did you have this exact one? I didn't. No, okay. that I'm exp- I explained the ones I did have, but this this one I did not have. Okay. I had. They're I'm definitely to, they're definitely like all in the 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 eighties nineties colors and, and and yeah, even look. their style. Like I had uh one that was very similar to this girl is because they're playground kids and they each have a name and they each come with some kind of apparatus. Oh, here they are. I had these two. Oh, cool. Okay. So, um, and I loved them. Yeah, Ertl, Ertl is the company, yeah, E-R-T-L. I, yes, um, I have some, they made some Batman toys in 89 when, for the Michael Keaton movie. Yeah. Ertl did a line of uh, Batmobiles and uh, yeah. like die-cast figures. This is a crazy picture because it's like the two I had and then the one that I have now. <laughs> okay. So that's like so, all three, yeah. Yeah, so, and I let, they're, they're if, I mean, obviously you're listening to this, but they have like, like a ragdoll kind of bodies, they're squishy or whatever. Yes. But they have um, weighted heavy shoes and plastic hands, so they can grab and a plastic head. Yeah, they're really in, they're they're really well made. Yeah, they're cool, and I I remember I would sleep with and them, unique, and yeah. I'd put them in the I remember I put them in the bath with me. Oh yeah, because you could probably dry them and out. then just dry them out. Yeah, they were great, and I I loved these toys, and like even at work. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> that one's nineteen ninety. Yeah, wow. looking at the tag. Yeah, that's amazing, and I love her little outfit. It's so yeah. cute. Yeah, it's it's exactly how a kid would address. But you like, know, I loved, in, in I loved them. I they went everywhere with me, drug them through the dirt. You know, it was they're they're great toys, and Lord knows I had them forever. Good so, stuff. I love it. The next one I'm going to talk about is Tron. Yes. Okay, so a bit of a story about Tron, and there might be some listeners that can relate to me. When you have a toy that breaks, mm. and you love the toy so much, you play with the piece of it. Oh. Yes. That's that so sad. Is exactly what happened with my Tron toys. You just need to give up that. Uh... <laughs> I know toys are falling everywhere. He's t- every time he moves, some oh, some it's, fleet it's of toys fall. It's always Luke. Right, just let him sit. Let him have a, a moment. Okay, so yes, Tron. It, this is exactly the story I had. I love with these Tron figures. Now I loved the movie Tron. The original I, one, obviously. The, oh, the original. Well, uh, Tron Legacy, the sequel, was really, really well done. Right, but I mean, obviously the toy you had was... But I grew up watching uh, Disney's Tron film with Jeff Bridges, and the toys that came out were really cool because they are see-through. Yeah. You know, Tron is blue, Flynn is blue, Sark is red, and it was just cool. I'd never seen... It's the first toys I remember seeing... That were see-through. Yeah. Well, there was this toy called Crystar, and 80s kids will definitely remember Crystar. <laughs> but um, not going to talk about Crystar very much. I did have a Crystar figure, but we're on Tron. Yes. But I loved my Tron toys so much. I loved the Tron movie. I loved the Tron video game. I remember everything about that video game. The tanks, the motorcycles, mm-hmm. the cone, all all that stuff. It was an incredible game. I'd give anything almost to have um, an arcade version of Tron. The, oh, man. The, the arcade apparatuses, the... the, the the builds of 
you know, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what they call it, but in the arcade, they were just amazing looking. Yeah. With the, the lights and the, and Tron was just visually very stunning. Uh, it was really unlike anything yeah, that had and, come out at right. that point. The figures, I loved these toys so much that I broke the leg off of Sark somehow. Sark's the bad guy. He's red. And I continued to play with him <laughs> like he was a whole figure. Oh. Tron was much worse. According to my mom, <laughs> a rocking chair rolled over Tron oh, no. and he just exploded. And all I had left of Tron was two pieces of him. His head <laughs> and half of his torso. I feel like, like this is a war story. His torso was um it was symmetric like it, it pieced together front and back mm-hmm. and then you know, over the arms and legs. I had the front part of his torso, like the front half of his torso <laughs> and his head. And I played as if I had Tron's entire body. <laughs> I specifically oh have a memory that is so vivid of me putting Tron's front half torso on a tank and rolling it around in the living room. And it was, that's Tron. <laughs> that's that cool. was Tron. I almost want to just like, you know, if I had, I mean, now you find these figures on eBay, they're very pricey. I do have uh, one, though, that I found at the CWC for a quarter. It's uh, a guard, and he's gray-colored. It's really I think cool. he was – now, this isn't original. I think this is a re-release. In fact, I think this might be – I'm the probably newer could, movie. I could probably get a few dollars for this, <clears throat> uh, but I'm not getting rid of it. But, yeah, as you can see, the way the figures are, right here, the line where it's yeah, pieced together. Yeah, So I had the front part there, and I had the head. And the, These, the, they really are cool figures. Now, the guards don't have a, a head that can swivel, like in turn, mm-hmm. like a, a neck. It's like they had the helmet, the head and helmet area is part region is all part of their torso. But you can see how the figures are, are made there. Um, they were hollow. It's very cool. Yeah. So I, I just, again, that that's the one thing unique about the Tron figures that I had was that they were, and I had Tron and Sark. I don't know if I had any of the other ones, but I had Tron and Sark, and both of them were broken, but both of them I still played the heck out of, and it was amazing to me that I had Tron's head and the the first, you know, like I said, the front half of his torso, and I was like, it doesn't matter. That's Tron right there. That was me, yeah, and I did like Tron Legacy, and again, the the toys, trying to find the Tron Legacy toys, they're so expensive, So and, and they were good toys, but both movies, Tron Legacy and Tron, both visually stunning, great movies. So, you're up, Brooke. Oh, okay. All right. So, I'm going to jump around on my list a little bit because I really need to talk about this particular toy. Because, I I mean, you're going to remember it just from things that I've told you about my, my childhood. Okay. So, I, growing up, I grew up in a musical family. Everybody sang. Everybody played something. So, music was just a big part of our, you know, of our lives. So, naturally... I had a um a Fisher Price little karaoke like thing. Yes, it was a tape player, you know, for cassette, little cassette tapes. But you could also sing into it, and with the microphone that came with it, if you pressed it. I remember there there are some very specific instances I remember with this blessed object. It began, and I've told you this. Um, when I was little, I I just I spent hours and hours and hours alone. One because I was an only child, but two because I liked it. I just would play and get really into worlds. But one thing that I would do is I would get my basket of cassette tapes and play them all mm-hmm. just continuously with my little 
with my little cassette right. tape player. And I just sit and stare at the window. And I remember my later, it, you know, when I grew up, my mom was like, to my grandpa, is she okay? And my grandpa was just like, just let her do it. Like he he helped foster my alone time, which I appreciate. And uh, another memory I have is I've been involved in theater since I was like five years old. And yes. I remember I was, one summer we were in The Sound of Music and we were there for like, you know, one of those all day rehearsals just from like morning to night. And I specifically remember, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, thinking about it i had the tape player and i had the lion king soundtrack in it and i was playing i just can't wait to be king and running through the church where we were having the play during the production? like while we weren't doing much oh okay. and i was singing it just running like thinking that i was like in the movie like i remember uh, being like i'm i remember i was like i'm being one of i'm, I'm simba on the ostrich right yeah like it's when amazing yeah it's, free yeah, to it, do it all my way like i knew exactly what moment i was yeah. in it's just when you have an imagination, you can be in the Lion King and you're like, yes. look, I'm part of it. Or again, Tron's head and the front half is. Yes, it. it's it's fully Tron. It's so vivid. And, and like in my head, I'm like all these other people like y'all are like the rhinoceroses and the, you know, everybody that's in yeah. the movie. You know, like, sure. we're all we're all fine. But like I look back, I'm like, God, I was probably that annoying kid. But like that little cassette tape player yeah. it took me places man <laughs> for years and i don't even know when it crapped out but when it did it had to have been devastating i don't remember yeah, they don't make them like they used they to. don't um but yeah that that thing is like near and dear to my heart all right so you're up next your next favorite toy yes i want to talk about this toy was in a cereal box <laughs> frosted flakes how many of you remember Listeners out there and Brooke as mm -hmm. well. How many of you remember Diving Tony? <laughs> I knew you were going to do this As one. in Tony the Tiger, right? Tony the Tiger <laughs> was the mascot for Frosted Flakes. They're great, right? Do you remember the golden age of toys, you know, when like not only could you buy them from the store, but they were also in cereal boxes? Oh, yeah. And if your parents wanted to bless you when they would buy the cereal – Instead of being like, you know, sometimes my mom would be like, or dad would be like, all right, we'll go home and pour it in a bowl and we'll get you the toy. But sometimes they'd be like, well, you just need to wait. We need to eat the cereal a little bit. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, well, let me have a bowl right now. Right. And let me have another bowl. <laughs> so, but but um, Diving Tony was in Frosted Flakes cereal. Yeah. So you had to, you had to get him out of the cereal box. And the, the way he works is uh, you put him in a bottle, like a two liter mm -hmm. or a three liter, remember three liters? I don't even know. I don't, I don't even remember see that. Yeah, three liter bottles Why of soda. I don't remember that. I don't know, but I remember them. Yeah, but, but you would put them in there and put them in the water. You'd fill it up with water. You'd put the diving Tony in there, and you would squeeze it a little bit, and he would he would dive down. It's some kind of physics thing. Yes. There's like a law. I forget what they call it, but the way it operates, it it makes it look like Tony is diving. Right. All right. And for some reason, you know, even though Frosted Flakes was just a few bucks in our household, we only had one diving Tony. <laughs> we only had one. That was a problem with me and my sister. So what ended up happening was I got it and it was mine. And me and my sister both loved it. I think in a moment of just generosity from brother to sister. And now my sister, if she were here, she might have a different side of the story. You know, there's always a couple sides to a story. Right. But I remember having a moment of generosity and being like, hey, Sarah, you can have Diving Tony. <laughs> And then immediately, as soon as I put it in her hand, was like, you know what? I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> Why did I do that? 
and it became a war. I don't remember exactly what happened after that as far as like the timeline. I just remember fighting over him, <laughs> trying to get him back, fighting over him, somehow getting him back. My parents making me give it back to Sarah. <laughs> oh, God. And the saga. I remember specifically my dad, uh, while hearing my sister crying in the house, my dad having a conversation with me in the car about why it's wrong to give something to someone and then want it back, which I had an issue with. Yeah. Because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Diving Tony, a very coveted treasure in our household. So conclusion of this story, years later, when we're adults, in fact, it was just a few years ago, I found one on eBay and ordered it. And when my sister, who lives in San Francisco, came to visit, we presented it to her. <laughs> and she thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. It, was just, it was really neat. It was a neat moment. It was cool. And to this day, it is taped to the uh, one of the doorways in her apartment, like one of the main door, <laughs> door like hallways. She, I said, where's Tony? And she, snapped, she uh, sent me a picture. And I just thought that was cool. So again, I told you several of these toys on this list were a big, big point of contention between me and my sister. So, all right, go ahead, Brooke. All right. So my next thing. <laughs> uh, okay. So I grew up, like, like Toby said, like I've said, I was an only child. So I kind of had to figure out things to fill the days. Um, and hours uh, when I didn't play with my awesome neighbors. I uh, this was back before like you could just like Google all the things. I remember I had this um, software program <laughs> called Encarta ninety nine, and I would just look up stuff. Well, I was really obsessed with um, and I, I kind of always have been with the World War Two time period and just what America specifically was like during that time period. So naturally, when I discovered the American Girl doll. I was all about Molly McIntyre because right. she was a child in 1944 and yes, her dad, a, a, a really, I'd say important, powerful period of time. In our yes. Country. Cause I remember, I always remember like her, her thing is 1944. Yeah. War. war and, time. uh, and I loved that time period. Her dad was overseas, obviously, you know, he was fighting and it was just her, her mom and her sister. I loved the books. I loved the stories. And one year I got, my very own American Girl doll, uh, Molly. Of course, I still have it. I have it here, actually, somewhere. She but, is here. Um, she said, "Yeah, was she the okay? Was this the doll that I was like, hey, do we need to get rid of this?'" Yes, and, and I was like, "No." Right. It was. It was a pretty serious moment. Like, yeah. guys. Uh, so she I remember so much. we were going through stuff at my mom's house. Yeah. And I don't remember how she got to my mom's and was there for so long. Probably I guess, because that was that might have been one of the stints where we had like had to like squat there for a little bit and then move into a new place yeah so i was like ah there's this doll brooke and i i think my first response when i opened the box or whatever it was she was in she was looking at me and i was like whoa yeah I said, they have like those freaky eyes yeah that close you know when they and i was like down. okay yeah and i was like brooke there's this there's this doll here it's kind of creeping me out uh i should just get rid of it right and you no <laughs> okay no that means a lot to me absolutely not it's gonna get passed down to our daughter no <laughs> So, you know why though? You know why? Because uh, those things were so daggum expensive back in the day. Well, then, so when you got one, like you had to like sell your soul no, for it. It's it's true. When I got to assess it closer, yeah, I saw okay, this is really nice, yeah, and it is really sweet and cute looking. I, I think it it just took me about. I was like, what the heck is that? No, I was like, like they're scary at night. Like my friend had Felicity, yeah. who has red hair and green eyes. And I spent the night at her house, and I had to call my mom and leave because her yeah, doll I, 
was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, staring at me as I slept. I was like, I got to get out of here. This isn't even okay. So, like, <sighs> they're, like, it's fair. They're kind of scary. But they are well made. And, like, um, I don't know. They, they're, I just loved it. I just loved it. Yeah, I loved they're, the they're time very, period. The I still have the Meet is... Molly books and stuff somewhere. And quick note, I remember we always went to see the Nutcracker every year, the ballet. In there's this scene, and those of you who have seen it will know what I'm talking about. They're all, all these girls are gifted dolls. And Clara, she's nuts about the Nutcracker. <laughs> no pun intended. But I remember this production. They always had just a crap ton of American Girl dolls. And I was like, what money do y'all make that you have like 15 American Girl dolls up there just for props? And I just remember being a kid and being like, if only. <laughs> I was like, if one could just fall off the stage, it would be yeah. mine. Like, <laughs> like this is before I had Molly, obviously. But <laughs> my, my day came. Yeah. But like, if you look at the catalog for American Girl dolls, it's like they have like a bed and like yeah, a whole room and oh, like no, everything get, yeah. was so incredibly expensive I, and you had to get the catalog. You had to a, get it through whole, the catalog. It seems like a whole culture with more than just the dolls, but there's like a whole thing. I think Conan O'Brien like visited like the American... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, it's a it's a big deal. Yeah, and Much obviously, like, there's oh, more ethnicities now, and there's more stories than there were when I was a kid. Yeah, which is good that that, that it changes and and no, yeah, like they used to have like when I was you know in the '90s when we would all say, okay, let's play American Gold Dolls, blah blah blah. It was like there the there was Samantha, and she was in like the Edwardian period, like the 1900s, early 1900s. There was Molly, the 40s. Kirsten mm-hmm. was like a Swedish girl. Yeah. Uh, Felicity was a colonial. Addie was obviously in the Confederate South. Um, wow. uh, yeah, and that was tough. And that was tough because the doll wasn't cute. And it made all of us girls who were not mm. white redheads mad, you know. But then Josefina came along. Uh, Josefina. And she was in like, oh, sorry, in and like I- the... Um, like the Mask of Zorro time period yes. in California. I know that's a terrible way to describe the time well, period. Well, was that? That was post-Civil War. Yeah, that was post-Civil War. Was but it? it was like, well, what? it had to be. Well, now. I don't know. Whatever. It, go ahead. But, keep but yeah, Josefina, she was, that was the new kid on the block when I was little. I was like, oh, hold up. Here comes Josefina. So there was only a few. And obviously now there's tons. There's new time periods and new ethnicities. And then, of course, there's always the, you know, make your own you know, match it to what you look like, doll. Zorro so. takes place in 1821. At oh, least my if bad. we're talking the Mask of Zorro uh, with, with An- Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Who? Alejandro and Joaquin. Who is that? That's them. They were brothers. Did you oh, watch the movie? I did, but I was thinking the actor Antonio Banderas no, and Anthony Hopkins. No, that's their character names. Okay. My bad. But no, 1821. So before the Civil War. Okay. Like 40 years before. Okay. So it was. So, but it was. That's the time period because it was like there was like the missions. And, um, oh, okay. she, you know, it was in her story is really cool. Um, and I liked her, but I had already got Molly. I was like, <laughs> I've, I'd, I'd already yeah, sold like my I soul. Said, could... I was done <laughs> by that point. But no, it's a great doll. Do we have it here? Not physically right now. I don't think, I don't think it might still be your mom's oh. or, or it's up in the attic. I don't no, know. I think we have it. I think we made a point to go get it. So okay, if well, we, we find we it, we shall to, find if, and procure yeah, if we it. find it. We need to get a picture. Okay guys. We're like, I just realized mm. a half hour around 30 to 35 minutes in did not realize that we were going to have so much to say mm-hmm. about these toys and that always happens uh, really with anything we do we don't realize um, we over prepare we over prepare which is good so here's what i think we need to do we need to each do one more lightning round no, I'm yeah no <laughs> I'm we're gonna joking. we're gonna each talk about one more and then we're just gonna we're gonna make this a two-parter I'm going to talk about one more mm-hmm. brooke's going to talk about one more and then we'll do our last five for part two of our perfect the top 10 or the all-star cast of our toys, Volume 1, if we decide to talk to uh, talk about this again. Right. But we're going to do five tonight, 
and then we'll do five more next week. All right, so here we go. My last one for the night. It's this Mickey Mouse figurine. Made by Applause. Applause has made some great figures, especially uh, figurines. I love the Applause figurines. I think they do really well with the the more miniature scaled figures. Uh, I have quite a few in my office. This was actually purchased at Disney World. Now, this isn't the actual one that I bought. Right. Because I was like, I think it was around 89 or 90, mm-hmm. uh, 1989, 1990. I've only been to Disney World once. I went with my mom, my sister, uh, my Aunt Beth and Uncle Charlie and my cousin Amber and Ashley when she was a little baby. And you know them. Yeah. Uh, Brooke met them, obviously, when they were adults. But, right. <laughs> one, you know, we, we took a big family trip uh, to Disney World. Everybody went except my dad who was busy doing something. I'm not sure. But uh, we didn't have a lot of money, just to, to be honest. You know, we grew up. Uh, we didn't make very much. We made enough to get by. We made enough, you know. Yeah. But, but you know, when you go to a place like Disney World... You have to have a good bit of money yeah. set aside if you want to splurge and really like, you know, purchase stuff. I think we bought two things. And it's even worse now than it was then. Oh, I'm sure. I like that they do the pin trading because the pins are like, I think, around $5. Yeah, that's, that's you know, and for, for enamel pins, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's pretty good. But they didn't have that at the time. Again, this is like late 80s or 1990, maybe 91. Mm-hmm. At any rate, I just wanted a Mickey Mouse figurine. I just, we would go into these little souvenir shops and they would have the figures everywhere. I mean, it was like overload. I still just wanted Mickey. Mickey was my favorite. Mm-hmm. He always has been. And I was allowed to pick out one. Again, we, we got like two things. We, we, we bought the, the Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. And then mom was like, you can get one more thing. <laughs> you get one more thing. <laughs> and, you know, look, we did what we could. My mom did the best she could, you know. and, and But it, it did make this mean so much to me. And I bought this. He's cute. <laughs> this little tiny Mickey Mouse. And he's standing there with his hand on his hip, and he's holding his hand out like, hey, you know, he's doing one of the classic Mickey poses. And I bought it, and I remember uh, my Uncle Charlie filmed, like, the whole trip. He walked around with a camera, <laughs> with one of those giant Quasar and VHS the, and we st- And the tape still exists. And, and the tape still wonderful. exists. And I think we need to do a show just on that tape. Seriously, and I, I man. think we definitely need to release some clips of that tape. Oh, man. But there is a Release clip, it guys. into the wild. Yeah, there is a clip, guys, where... Uncle Charlie, for some reason, is filming at like 7 in the morning of everybody waking up in the hotel. And you see me. I have the covers pulled all the way up to my neck, you know. Not ready to get up. Never been a morning person. And you can see in my hand oh, the little Mickey. That's yeah. like our kid. That's like you. Yeah, it's a lot that's like That's so cute. And it just, I love this thing. So I found one on eBay. That's so I was sweet. very happy. I did, a, I did a search for like Mickey Mouse figurines, and I found an exact one. And so, yeah, that's like my last one that I want to talk about tonight. It, it really does take me back. And I just remember how much I love this thing. It was, you know, really cool. So, Aww. yeah, this is Mickey Mouse. So that's my last one for tonight. I'm okay. going to pass over to Brooke and then we're going to wrap things up. And we'll be back next week uh, with five more. But let's uh, so take us home, Brooke. All right. So my last thing is um, from the late 90s. Mm-hmm. It was a, it'll, it's a craze I'll never understand. And yet I still love to think about. Okay. Here we go. Freaking Tamagotchi. Ah, uh, yes. I was wondering if you were going to bring yes. this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. You know, of course, like, because well, cause Tamagotchi was like, like, okay, look, if you're thinking brand names, like, let's talk cereal, all right? So we've got, you know, Fruit Loops. So Tamagotchi was like Fruit Loops. And then there was like Gigapet and Nanopet. And that was like 
Tasty Zeros or whatever. You know, those were like those were like the off brands. Okay, so we had we had tears. Yes. All right. The, the bag cereal. Yes. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So like, but Tamagotchi was like, that's Fruit Loops. It's got the freaking toucan. It's that's yes. the one you want. You know what I mean? Right. So I had a Tamagotchi. Yeah, I had a Nano Pet. That thing was crap though. Nano Pets were like Nano Pet and Giga Pet were the the off brand. Yes. Okay. Like, listen, we want to play too. The, we know you ain't got mon- a lot the, of money. They're the great value. Right, like, right. Like, we're going to help you you guys <laughs> who don't have $50 to blow on a stupid it. freaking <laughs> egg that has a strange creature in it. We'll give you a dog or a cat and call it a different name. It was not as fun. So I had a Tamagotchi, and it was turquoise and had, like, pink buttons. Okay. And it was cool. It, how, well, how with long, cool, loosely defined. How long could you keep a Tamagotchi alive? I, I swear to God, I don't know. Maybe, like, a week. Okay. Maybe. Before I don't the, know. That assumes that any of us were like, I'm really invested in enough, keeping right. this. Right. We were all like 10. So like, what were, we, what were we keeping alive? We weren't even keeping ourselves alive. So no. like, <laughs> I mean, we need a considerable amount of help to do that. So I have this Tamagotchi and it's cool and other kids do too. Your so, digital ward. Yes. So exactly. So here's where the plot thickens. I take it to school and I'm like, hey, I got a Tamagotchi. Yeah. And this other girl's like, I, I also have a Tamagotchi. And I look at hers and I was like, man, that's a cool one because it's got tiger stripes. Okay. This and isn't a bad story. I'm like, no. Okay. Okay. Good. But it's all, it was one of those moments. <laughs> I just don't want it to it's end. It's one by. of those moments. No, it's great. Cause like, so I'm looking at my little turquoise. I'm like, I could have a tiger one. So I was like, listen, do you want to trade? Oh, no. And she was like, sure. And we traded. And I was like, yes, I got tiger stripes. But then I was kind of like, Kind of miss my turquoise. Oh, gosh. a little bit. See, and that's what happened with me. With uh, <laughs> it's just because it was mine. I was used to it. But but that's what I kept with... that stinking tiger tamagotchi okay. for years. Because, it was like I love well, this guy. All right, well, good because that's exactly what I did with Diamond Tony. I handed it to my sister, and I was like, you know what? No, I don't think so. I don't want. I'm I'm not a nice brother. I want it back. Right. Right now. No, but like. Those Tamagotchi, like, I bet you a million dollars. I haven't even searched it, but I bet, I bet on YouTube they have like videos of like the Tamagotchi, like when they become mean and angry and fat and weird, and then like when they're babies, like it's weird. Yeah, it's just I, a, such a bizarre premise. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't I, know why anyone did it. No, it's just you know, it was it was part of that time. I just never, I never did that. It just was never so. so hearing all about that's why I had you know. Yeah, was awesome. I was all up in that mess, and it was just just so. Goofy. We need to find the actual one you had, yes. and we need to post that. It was one of the like right. standard Tamagotchi, so it, it shouldn't be hard to find, but it's just such a strange obsession we all had. Okay. All right, so that's it for me. That's it. I'm so in, um, in review, <laughs> for Toby, we covered Glowworm, X-Wing Pilot Luke, Tron, Diving Tony, and a Mickey Mouse applause figure purchased from Disney World. All right. For Brooke... We had My Little Pony. Yes. American Girl Doll. Fisher Tama- Price tape player. Yes. Karaoke thing. Tamagotchi. One more. You talked about one more. I did. Oh, and Plow, of course. Playground Kids. Yeah, Playground, Playground Kids. Playground Kids. Sorry. All right. So that was, again, we, we were planning on doing uh, our top 10, but we, we but made- But we forgot there's two of us. <laughs> but we just, we had a lot of rich, great conversation, great nostalgia that came with these five. So we're going to do part one, and there's going to be the sequel next week, part two- Please tune in for that, and we will. Uh, we're going to post the pictures of the of the ones that we have, and also maybe pictures of the ones that, uh, if we can find them. Hopefully, we can find 
like the the exact Tamagotchi Brooke had. Yes. And uh, some of the other things that um, maybe some of these Tron figures and stuff. I know uh, things that I don't currently have in my possession. Maybe one day. Right. Maybe we'll look out at the thrift store or something or, you know, who knows. At any rate, let's go ahead and wrap this up. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> and I tell you, I miss being a kid. Yeah. Man. Wow. <laughs> no responsibility and I feel like I just feel like we had the coolest toys. Yeah, and the only and thing 90s. you had to keep alive was your Tamagotchi. That's it. Well, guys, if you've been here, we appreciate it, and we hope to have you back next week as we finish our list. We hope this brought back your memories. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what your favorite toys were. Yes. Yeah. Um, if there's something we didn't cover, yeah, be like, hey, what about this? Or if you maybe had a similar, maybe if you had these toys or had a similar situation with them, yes. a sibling you fought with, <laughs> playing with a the broken shard of <laughs> one of your favorite toys that might have had some unfortunate end, but you you kept a piece and acted like it was whole. It's so important. Your imagination is powerful, right? It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Just All right. That. <laughs> Let's close down the tape store, though. This has been fun. Uh, until the next time, guys, and of course, as always, thank you for spending your time with us. It's valuable. It's precious. And it means a lot to us that you would share it with us. We're on Instagram. You can find us on a number of platforms, Spotify, Apple. Uh, leave us a rating. Say, you know, if, if you've enjoyed it, if you've had a good time with us. Mm -hmm. let, us let us know what you think. Let other listeners know what they can expect. Yeah. Um, we certainly appreciate every kind word you guys throw our way. And we will see you next time for more great 80s and 90s nostalgia at the tape store. We're shutting her down. Good night, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. Take care. Good night. And good luck. <laughs> to us all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>